1: Gents, it is Monday, June twelfth. I'm Mad Max, and joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther. The NBA could crown a new champ today. And my question to you: Going back a couple years, you got to remember 2020 bubble season. Denver Nuggets down three-one. They come back twice. Then Jamal Murray gets injured, and it's been a it's been a a, a long process since then. Both uh, him. And uh, Michael Porter Jr. If you go back, if they win the title, then you know. And, and back, and then Jokic has those MVP seasons. Is it could have been? It could have been the dynasty, but they've had to wait until this year to possibly win the championship. So my question to you, and we'll get to the game. I don't. We'll get to the game. Inevitably, the the Nuggets should win the title. Now, granted, I just mentioned that back in 2020, they were down three one twice. And uh, they came back. So anything is possible. But at some point, the Nuggets should win this title. What are their prospects of being a dynasty moving forward with the relatively still young age of their superstars?
2: I think the prospects are actually really good, not only because of the way they're set up, but I think the way that you look at the way the other teams are set up. You know, Golden State's going to go through a rebuild over the next few years. The Lakers, you know, half that unit probably belongs in the nursing home. The Clippers can't stay healthy. Uh, Phoenix has already started their breakup. We have no idea what Memphis is going to do with John Moran. I I dare I say Denver's closest competition might be the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Then you look over the east, you've got the coaching shakeup, the Sixers with new coaches, Uh, Milwaukee with new coaches, the the disgruntled Things that happen with guys like Harden and Kyrie, and all these different things that happen with players, I think with continuity, the coach and the players, Denver is primed to, you know, uh, elevate themselves to at least for this, you know, 2020s decade could be very much the team with multiple titles uh, between now and say 2030.
1: I totally agree. I was, I was just really thinking about this. It's like. A couple years ago, they could have won a title, you know, and and, and, it, it, and we kept talking about when Jamal Murray gets healthy. This is like, remember how good he was in the playoffs a few years ago yeah. and, he, and, and now now he's 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 hit that same level of play and Jokic has just become even better. I don't know how he. I don't even know how you could say that he was an MVP and now he's just better um he's he's like elite status. He just insane. So this team definitely could be the team to beat. And in the East, I mean, yeah, you're looking at the Celtics if they can keep that court together because of course there's the wandering eye of Jalen Brown. Will he go to Atlanta? What's going to happen with him? I like what the Celtics did, by the way. You see that they uh they they brought in Sam Cassell as one of their assistants. They brought in uh the top assistant from Milwaukee cuz Budenholzer's out, so they brought in his top assistant. So like They've really bolstered that coaching staff around Missoula, and I think that's going to help him a lot. I think it's going to help that team a lot. Having different uh, eyes on different areas of the court. Um, one of his biggest struggles was fourth quarter decision making, and now you got a, a veteran like Sam Cassell is going to be like, "Hey, call timeout, you fucker! <laughs> you know, <laughs> call a play. Don't let these uh, maniacs uh, just run run down the court and just hoist up threes because that's what they're going to do." But yeah, you, you, you ran through it. I agree. Sacramento probably is like that team to beat in the, in the West outside of uh, Denver. That's, that's crazy how, how they turn things around. Right. Um, Yeah. I mean um, all those other teams, I mean, you know, uh, Oklahoma city maybe could be one of those up and coming teams, but they, they, they still seem like a year or two away from really being competing. Um, Yeah, you're right, man. There's, there's, as deep as that West was or seems to be, it's aging, and it's uh the the other superstars of Ja and Zion are questionable <laughs> at this moment
2: various reasons
1: uh, uh the sun's I still like the sun's chances because Booker is so dynamic, but I mean you need more than one guy and I don't know durant i don't I don't think Durant is that other guy for Booker I don't think Ayton's the other guy for Booker either um maybe maybe if if somehow minnesota and and phoenix could, could just like merge teams cuz you know minnesota's always been that team that's like almost there right with cat imagine cat and, and and booker together maybe that's 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 one way of doing it wow yeah i'm i'm looking at this denver team and um as as long as Murray and Jokic are there for for the long haul, this this has like that um, imprint of the the Spurs, right? Like that, that Tim Duncan era Spurs, where it's like, God, yeah, you know they they don't look like the sexiest team, but they're gonna win some fucking ball games.
2: Well, and the head coach made reference to you know Jokic being that humble player, that team player, compared him to a Tim Duncan, and I think if he does. You know, they do the same thing in Denver, what Popovich did in San Antonio. You know, you remember when Popovich took over as the head coach. Hey, he was the GM, so promoting himself or demoting himself, however you look at that, to head coach. A lot of control you have there. But, um, you know, he took over a very, very bad team. David Robinson, he gets to draft Tim Duncan uh, with the number one overall pick. But he created... A a destination where players would want to go and play, and I think that's could happen in Denver where they can look at free agents or even possible trade possibilities. But I think you're going to start to see guys who are starting to have smaller windows, their careers are wrapping up, be like, Hey, I want to go to Denver and play with Murray and play a Jokic and play with uh, Aaron Gordon because you know we talk about Murray and we talk about Joker all the time, but Aaron Gordon has been as vital to their success as the other two guys. He has been the exact wingman, the kind of player that I have just been begging for Mark Cuban to get for Luka down in Dallas. They still don't have it. If they could ever find a Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon type player for Luka, maybe Dallas gets on the map.
1: Yeah, it's, that's a good one too. Um, speaking of uh, of uh, another player on Denver that that could be possibly on the move uh, to to cash out and make some money is Bruce Brown, and he's been a good contributor for this team. And I'm thinking, you know, and Dallas Mavs.
2: Too.
0: Yeah. Dallas
1: Mavs are smart. They they go all over Bruce Brown. That's for sure. Um, okay, so we do have an NBA Finals game today. We will talk about that right now. Uh, you have the Denver Nuggets. Panther at home, trying to close this out minus eight and a half. That's a lot of chalk to eat. Are you eating that chalk?
2: Um, I could, but I'm not going to. I, I really think that you know Spolstra is a very accomplished coach. I think he's a very good coach. Uh, Baller's got more heart than to just tap out. Um, but as we've seen and as we've talked about, this is all about three point shooting and whether or not the guys that you know, just throw them up, throw them up in volume. If they can hit 40, probably have to bang on the door of 50%, then they've got a shot at winning. But I think what we've seen in this series is they have to shoot such a ridiculously high amount to win the game that it doesn't really look good for the Heat. I think the Nuggets win, but I'm banking on the Miami Heat, showing some heart and keeping this within nine points. I'm putting 10 bucks on the Miami eight plus those points.
1: So here you go. The other day I was talking about how it's like, man, you know, I, I really think that the nuggets were going to win the last game and it's not a foregone conclusion that they're going to close out in Denver because teams get lackadaisical. Um, they get, you know, they're up three, one, they can, they, they take the foot off the pedal a little bit. And, and this is a good chance for Miami to kind of sneak in and steal one in Denver. Then I saw what, what, uh, uh, Malone said, uh, head coach of the Nuggets said, he's like, yeah, I'm telling the team to play as if we're down 3-1 right now. I want us desperate. I want us I want us playing as if this is an elimination game for us. I think this team's gonna be ready to go. I just from everything I've seen, Miami is gassed. Bam can't be the number two to, to Butler. Butler is is did it all in the playoffs. He just looks like he's out of it. The the you know, all the the all the guys that were stepping up in the Boston series Uh, they're just not playing to the same capacity that they did. That same same level of passion that they did against Boston. I think this is a closeout game. I think this is a blowout game. I'm sorry, the NBA finals have been watched a lot this year. Surprisingly, who thought Nuggets Miami that it was going to be a surprise? Everyone's going to watch this. A lot of people have been watching it. I think this is a blowout. I think the Nuggets win, you know, by ten, twelve, thirteen, something like that. It's it's gonna be a laugher. So uh I'm gonna throw ten dollars on the Nuggets. I know it's surprising, like uh, but I, just, I think this thing is fucking over.
2: I think it's over too. I'm just banking on Miami showing some art. I don't think Denver takes the foot off the gas at all. Um because like like I've always said, I think it's a big deal to win on your home court. And I think the Nuggets would love to do that in Denver. Nobody wants to go back to South Beach at least for work purposes. Um, But, yeah, I think it's over. And you very well may be right. I'm just banking on the heat, having something just – this is it, right? Their season, this is it. And leave it on the floor. Maybe they get to a game six. Probably not. I think they lose. But I'm just hoping they lose, like, by six points.
1: (laughs) Do you think Boston gives uh, the Nuggets a better series than Miami if, if Boston made it?
2: so hard to say because we never saw the Boston that we think they are like I the entire playoffs I think maybe once or twice we saw the Boston Celtics that at least I think they are if that was the same Boston team that we saw in the playoffs plays against the Nuggets I think we see the same results they probably you know get maybe one or two games but I think they lose it
1: totally agree totally agree, and this is coming from a homer, right? This is coming from a Celtics fan. Uh, three games? Three games I, th- I think we saw from the Celtics where they were just firing on all cylinders. They did not take the foot off the pedal. They played four quarters of basketball in the playoffs. It was one, one, seri- uh, one game in the series against Atlanta, one game in the series against Philadelphia, and one game in the series against Miami. Three games in the entire playoffs that the Celtics looked like the fucking Celtics at the playoffs. I think that Celtics team would have just... Yeah. One game, two games, maybe. I I don't know. I, I don't think they, I think Denver was, I, the moment that Denver swept the Lakers, it was probably before that. It was, it was, when Denver knocked out Phoenix, probably, I was like, okay, this team's for real. And then they just went in and just dominated the Lakers and, and swept them. But I, I think it must have been at some point either between the Phoenix series or them sweeping the Lakers that I was like, no one's beating Denver. <laughs> no, one's, no one's stopping Chokic. We were counting the triple doubles. We were just like, we were running out of fucking hands, you know, to count on between the two of us. Like how many triple doubles does he have in these playoffs? Uh, unbelievable. So uh, congrats. Hopefully Denver can close that tonight. And then tomorrow we have... The NHL Stanley Cup Finals to talk about. Maybe we'll be talking about crowning a champion there as well. Alright, let's take a quick break after that. We got some baseball. Stay tuned.
3: Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why?
1: We are back on this Monday where there's not a ton of games, but I've somehow found three games to bet on Panther. And I'm guessing if you've got three games or four games, we're betting all seven.
2: I do have four games. Uh, we're we're going to start in Kansas City where our new favorite team, the Sensei Reds, are going to come a-call and Probably the weak link in the Reds rotation. Luke Weaver will take the mound going against a resurgent Zach Rehnke. Now, he's not a strikeout guy. really never has been, but he's usually had more than he's had this season. He's really become more of a precision pitcher, uh, Greg maddox asked, if you will. He's painting corners. He's, he only goes five or six innings. That's all they ask of him. But he's been very good, probably the best pitcher on this Royals rotation. And listen, if the Royals are going to get one, this is it because I think the Reds are clearly the better team. I just don't have a lot of confidence with Luke Weaver on the mound, so I will take uh, put ten dollars on the Kansas City Royals.
1: Oh my God! You know, last week someone made fun of us. It was either last week or two weeks ago because we put the Kansas City Royals in the DJ parlay. And you know what's going to happen today, Panther? I'm going to do it again. I'm <laughs> putting the Kansas City Royals in the goddamn DJ parlay. I totally agree. I th- I think the- I think the Reds probably you know. um can win, I don't know, five out of six games against this uh, this this Royals team. But the Royals will win one of them. You know, they will win one game. And I think this is the one game that the Royals have a chance to win. So I'm with you. The value, uh, value, we're eating chalk, right? And the value chalk on the Royals. Is, is on the Royals. $10 bet on Kansas City.
2: Uh, brutal. Uh, next game, up, Miami is at Seattle. And you know, pitching wise, I mean, maybe the Lazardo is the slightly better. Miller, the rookie, got off to a great start. He's regressed a little bit. He's been hit around. But Seattle at home, for everything we said about the Fish over the last couple of years, they're actually playing good baseball on the road, and they're putting up some runs for their pitcher. I feel like I'm probably on the wrong side, but I have Seattle at home minus one thirty. I feel like there's enough value there to grab them. So give me the Supersonics for 10 bucks.
1: Wow, two for two, Panther. Two for two right out of the gate. We have two DJ Parlay picks right out of the gate. I'm totally with you. Seattle's one of those teams that we thought was going to be a lot better. They had a lot of promise last year. They kind of faded a little bit you know, this year. But I still have hope. I'm holding out hope for the Seattle Mariners team that they're going to bounce back and, and be more competitive. They are a pretty good home team. Um, and in the scheme of things, they're, they're right in it. They're right. It. They, I think they, they can have a strong second half and, and you know be that Seattle team that, that we saw last year. Um, and Miami, I just, yeah. Miami is the, the de facto second place team in the NL East just because someone has to be. you know, uh, But yeah, they're not a very good team. So yeah, a $10 bet on Seattle.
2: All right, next game up, two teams that uh, I talked about highly in the preseason when we did our futures plays. That is the defending NL champion Philadelphia Phillies going against my upstart Arizona Diamondbacks. And, uh, well, I might have got one. I'm looking pretty good on one of them, but, man, the Phillies. The Phillies just... Not very. I mean, they've won four out of their five, last five. They, they're playing better, but I, it's still a team that I don't trust. There's still a team that's lacking a starter because they're going to throw Matt Strom out on the mound. He'll be an opener uh, going against Tyler Henry for Arizona. But the Phillies are absolute garbage on the road, twenty-two of their losses have been on the road. The Diamondbacks are the exact opposite; they've been dominant at home. And I can get the Dbacks at minus one fifteen. I got to jump all over it. Give me Arizona for ten bucks.
1: So here you go. You know Philadelphia likes to get the Mets sloppy seconds anyway, right? So I have an I have an idea, Philly. You like to spend money. We know you like to spend money. You spend money all the time. We'll just We'll just give you Scherzer and Verlander. Why not? You can just have them. You know, go ahead. Just take them. Just take them both, you know, and, and see how you do. Because they haven't been working out quite well for us this year. Um, the only reason that I can't be as critical as Philadelphia is because they're still a half game better than the Mets. As shitty as the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies are, they're still better a half game better than the Mets right now. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm giving you tons of moral support here. I like this Arizona Diamondbacks team leading, leading the, the West right now by three and a half games, Panther. Forty and twenty-five. I mean, I think you were the only person that was really talking about this Arizona Diamondbacks team. That's unbelievable, man! Unbelievable. Yeah, tons of moral support, leaning Arizona with you.
2: All right, and last game up. I this is this one just blows my mind. Tampa Bay is on the road, going to the red-hot Oakland Athletics. <laughs> I, I can't even say it with a straight face. of my God, they've won five in a row. All on the road. Now they come home against you know the best team in the American League. I think there's you know that little comes to an end here. But as you know, looking at the line, I've got to run line it to get any kind of value. I think Oakland streak dies here with Zach Eflin on the mound going against James Kaprilian.
1: Run line me the Rays for ten bucks. I'm run lining you, and it's probably the worst line that you're betting all day minus one fifty five
2: i i didn't figure it was gonna be very good
1: oh my god yeah uh, i'm leaning with you moral support i i think yeah as as uh, uh ex- chris in our chat will tell you uh red red hot uh uh, fucking, uh oakland a's right as are on fire right um yeah this this is uh this the, the fire is about to be extinguished today uh lean on Tampa bay
2: all right so uh you were on two of my four that means you should have one more left
1: Got one more. I'm gonna eat some chalk, and I'm I'm not liking it because, and I'm, the reason that you're probably uh you know uh, uh not on this one, is uh because uh he, he Anderson of of the the Angels is is such a stud that you can't fade him, right? Why are you not on Texas? Why are you not on Texas? Dane Dunning on the mound against, against fucking Anderson. Come on. Uh, just, because I needed to run line it. Minus one sixty
2: was too much, and I didn't try I think it's a one run game that that was what spooked me off. I'm on Texas, but minus one sixty is like, eh, no, I'll give you moral support.
1: All right well, yeah, I'm going to bet minus one fifty five because i th- I think that is that's 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 definitely the play there. so uh, you can eat minus one fifty five on a run line for Tampa Bay, but you can't eat minus one fifty five on Texas. that's fine. uh ten dollar bet on the Rangers.
2: Well, Tampa Bay and their defense are playing the Oakland a so <laughs>
1: Oh, that's fair, that's fair. Okay, uh, so our DJ gem parlay for today will be the Kansas City Royals, the Seattle uh, Mariners, and the Arizona Diamondbacks. That will pay us out plus 519. Panther, take us home.
2: All right, you guys know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook, we're on Twitter, but mostly exclusively right here in the Asylum, man. We even had, we even had people get up in the morning and come listen to us. That's freaking awesome. I can't even see it. Why can't I see who joined us? Who's with us?
1: It was x chris yeah this he, he, is easy he, he, he he, yeah he was the one that was commenting in the in in the uh, asylum uh, about the a's and he joined to listen to us live and he has been he's actually been listening to us live yeah, so. awesome. yeah
2: it's weird because on the thing when i push when i push to look it, it just does shit on my phone where i can't see the names of the guys on the bottom of the screen so glad x chris was here to join us you guys can join us come in here and call us out by name We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today when it's all said and done. kids, It's all make some
3: money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.